Hello, welcome back to TikTok. The mess that is my mind. We are in the double digits officially. Episode 10 brings us to, like I just said, the double digits. 1 0. I remember, like, on the eve of my 10th birthday, on my, you know, I was in my bunk bed and I was like, wow, this is a big deal. Like, I'm officially going to be in the double digits. We're in the big leagues now. People got to start taking me seriously. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you guys better just start taking this a lot more, a lot more seriously. Uh, it's been great. It's been 10 weeks of me consistently venting to my laptop, a camera, and a microphone, and it's been really cathartic. I mean, I just, it feels great, like, reminiscing on old times, whether it be traumatic times, times that other people remind me of, or, yeah, it's just, it's really powerful to sort of just look within yourself and talk about things, uh, you know, just talk about the narrative of your life. It's really, really cathartic, and I really appreciate whoever is, uh, you know, supporting and listening. So let's get into episode 10. <laughs> uh, shout out to, uh, to those that really enjoyed last week's episode with Nav. She's one of my favorite people, and, uh, and it was an episode that I think was really important. I think a, a lot of people who haven't been introduced to microdosing or those that just wanted a little bit more information on going from being in school to then going into the working world, I, you know, there could have been a few nuggets in there for you, so. I've had a good week. There's been a lot going on. The five, the five sessions with Amy came to an end. I was supposed to have a chemical peel on Monday. That didn't happen, because Toronto went into its first shutdown. <laughs> Lockdown. We went back into lockdown, but it's been rephrased to shutdown. So I, nobody's happy about it. But we're here. We're still trying to make the best of it. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to get a chemical peel, my hair done, all of this stuff. But what ended up just happening was my Zoom therapy, which is still great, still necessary. But the big five funded sessions have come to an end. We were able to spread those five sessions throughout 10 weeks, which I think was a reasonable pace. You know, granted a lot of ups and downs during those moments, but, you know, Amy and I were able to hit on a few things that I think were really necessary at this point, just whether it be issues that come up in my current relationship, me just holding myself accountable for, like, applying for jobs, you know, if I'm not venting to you, to you guys, I'm usually venting to Amy or my poor grandmother, like I've said before. So, yeah, it's, uh, I think they were used wisely. I think throughout my life, I've gone to therapy whenever it was necessary. So, I never say bye to my ser therapist. I always say, th see you later. And, uh, so yeah, see you later, Amy. Thanks for those five sessions, and, uh, I'll reach out soon enough. <laughs> when the time comes. So yeah, I feel good at the end of those five sessions. I mean, Amy pointed out, you feel a lot more, or you seem a lot more confident. And I think the podcast is really helping with that. Like I said, being able to talk about some of my experiences and just getting more confident, you know, behind the microphone and, and things like that. It's, uh, it's so good for me. It's so good for me. There's a lot of podcasts that I really like. I've mentioned the likes of Joey Diaz, 
Tom Segura and his wife, uh, Christina Pavinsky, they've got your mom's house and, and, but today I was watching a comedian, Chris Stefanato, Chris D, and, and he was sort of talking about how he didn't start stand-up until 25, not, this is not me saying I'm getting into stand-up, um, but his point was his, he was just able to make his therapist laugh with a lot of him just talking about his childhood and his life, and his therapist was like, in all honesty, it's hard for me to hold a straight face when you're explaining all of these childhood traumas to me, you know, maybe you should get into stand-up. And so that's, uh, that's when he got into it, but, and, and he explains the same thing, it's really cathartic for him to be up on stage and talk about these things, and then like, likewise with him in podcasting, and, and I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't ever see myself, never say never, but I don't ever see myself getting into stand-up, I, I hope I can make, you know, podcasting my thing and, and get better at it, and, uh, because I, I really enjoy it, and it's cathartic, and, and I'm not, I don't want to compare it to therapy, but that's sort of what it is, so be prepared, considering I don't have an Amy anymore, you guys might get a little hint of, uh, of what she gets bi-weekly. <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, like I said, I've been applying for some jobs, hearing nothing back, I could be applying for more, it's just, there's such a shift in the workforce that I don't really know where to throw myself right now. Do I throw myself at another, you know, another corporate position and, and just have that stability, which I love? Do I, you know, I've been taking some workshops in my free time in regards to freelancing and entrepreneurship. Do I try and try my hat at that? I mean, I kind of am with this stuff and, and with my art brand that I'm, you know, hoping to to really launch and, and put to market soon enough. It, the You know, like I said, the, the walk is happening. I'm walking towards that goal. It's just when it comes to making money in the world of work in a global pandemic and these ups and downs and constant lockdown, shutdown, freak out, I don't even know what's going on. What do you do? What do you throw yourself at? It's, I don't know, right? But, uh, you know, it's still good to keep trying your hat at stuff and, and applying for new positions and new opportunities and hope something sticks. So let's, uh, let's hope something sticks because I have been trying. I have been trying, and let's hope it's not for nothing. <laughs> let's hope. I'm very easily influenced. I think a lot of us, being that we're spending a lot of time on our phone and technology listens to us, so it just picks up on what we, what we want, not so much what we need. But maybe, maybe you ha guys haven't seen it, but I'm really influenced by different, like, lights. I mean, I've, I don't want to say I had the TikTok lights first, but I had them first, okay? And now everybody else has followed suit. You know, the, the little solar nighttime sky laser lights, you know, those were cool, easily influenced. There's now these sunset, sunset lamps. I really want those. Uh, my, one of my recent purchases has been those really squishy slippers, those really like those shower slippers that you see on old man, men who, you know, don't want to fall in the shower, but now they've become like fashionable again. I, I'm just really easily influenced, okay? And that's why I'm trying my hat at becoming an influencer. It's so weird, but I just kind of want lingerie companies and bikini companies and whatever other kind of companies to send me cool stuff. It's, you know, I, there's, it's worthwhile to make your way in the media space. So 
you know, whether or not I succeed at this, like, new hobby goal type thing, I mean, I'm not doing it for the purpose of getting free shit. I mean, partially, I love free shit. Send me all the free shit. I will promote the free shit, gladly. But also, I mentioned this on a previous podcast, you know, if I work really hard for, like, my nice body and and I do it for me and I don't do it to, like, show it off to other people, but, like, it just could be something that, you know, I work hard for my body, I love my body, why not show it off, why not promote other people's, I don't know, it's just a cycle that I think I could get into, I'm trying my hat at, so, yeah, I started a new Instagram page for, like, this new influencer that like I'm you know trying to personify (laughs) so it it, it's something uh something else to throw my hat at I feel like I'm doing a million things at once but it's a lot better than me feeling totally lost and being like what the fuck do I do I simply just started doing a whole bunch of shit and now I feel like I've got shit to do. I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's make a podcast clip. Let's record a podcast. Let's take some pictures. Let's do, you know, we've got shit to do. So let's get, you know, let's get it done. We've, I, I feel like I have provided myself with a purpose by like trying to focus on what I can control and, and, you know, just try and keep busy, right? Because otherwise you just get lost and you can get stuck in like this pit of just ugh, stuck and rotting and like it's it's fun every now and again. You, you need to relax and rot, if you will, but you gotta you gotta find it within yourself to pull your, yourself out of that and and you know if you're into makeup or something, start a page and or start a YouTube channel. Fuck it. Wh- what the fuck do we have to lose anymore? You know, it's you know, just like anybody else, I've been, I love consuming, I love consuming pop culture and social media, and, you know, why not try my hat at it? Nothing to lose here, people, nothing to lose. That's why we started a podcast called TikTok. That's why we are doing all of these things, throwing ourselves in a thousand different directions and hoping something sticks. (laughs) Spring cleaning. I still have yet to get to my spring cleaning. I've been doing a few things around the house, but I need to go through my closet and declutter. I need to feel... I'm not out here claiming to be a minimalist. I'm certainly a maximalist in regards to my like interior design and style. I love... Um, I mean, I'm not a hoarder. I just have, like, I've accumulated a bunch of cool shit that I like having on display, right? So... But there's a difference between that and just like having an overflowing closet and just needing to go through certain corners and tidy things up and and it's on my to-do list. But like I said, I've got a lot of shit on the go here, people. But spring cleaning is so good for the soul just to like remove all of the clutter and feel good, fresh start. You know, even if you're in the same apartment. I mean, I've I've been in my apartment now, you know, over two years, not quite two and a half, but it's... Other than rearranging the living room, it's been the same old space. I've just simply added to it and added to it and filled more stuff into it. It's crazy how how much stuff people can accumulate and I need to go through it because it's all it all brings me joy so it's hard to go through but it's th- there's garbage and shit to go th- you know rearranging and and tidying things up like I said. So, we're going to get to that. 
And also we need to get to these roots because I can't, I can't make it into a hair salon anytime soon. So it's a good thing that I have, I've got my own dye, I've got my own toner, and I'm going to do it myself. DIY bleach. <laughs> it's not that bad though. It's, you know, I've carried on with this TikTok trend of the hair for a while now. Funny how that happens. Funny how everything sort of comes back to TikTok these days. I mean, not really, but kind of. I I fell onto this quite early, the bleached bangs, and um and it was fun. I had dark hair for the longest time. I I did do some highlights, I think back in grade 11, cuz the guy I was dating, his aunt was a hairdresser, so it was just like, sure, why the fuck not? I'm going to get hooked up with some highlights. Let's give it a try. But otherwise, I was dyeing my hair boxed black for way too long. It was causing so much damage. I then switched to, like, just higher quality dye and still was doing it myself. So I've been comfortable with doing my hair myself for a very long time. But the bleach started during the pandemic, you know, pretty well a year ago. And, and I've kept with it. I don't think, maybe twice, I've actually gotten it done by a professional. Isn't that sad? Twice in the last year. I've gone to get my hair done. I mean, it's such a privilege. I'm so grateful that I have been able to to go so often. But yeah, twice in the last year. That's not uh, normally how it goes. Not usually my style. So I've had to take to trimming my own hair. And, and I'm sure a lot of us have. And, you know, shout out to... Shout out to whoever has let their hair go. Shout out to whoever has tried to, you know, keep up with whatever the hairstylist that they used to go to has done. <laughs> but yeah, me, myself, and I are just, uh, we're gonna keep with this blonde because it's, it's fun. It's something new. I think it brings out my blue eyes, you know, as I start to get out more in the sun and tan. It's just gonna make, it's just gonna make me feel more sun-kissed, glowing, and it's kind of in style, let's be honest, like the curtain bangs, the chemical cut, if <laughs> like I want to call it. Those watching on YouTube, I'm now like revealing all of the damage. It's it's grown out. It's pretty well covering my face now, but a little apprehensive for the damage that's going to be caused when I go and touch up my lion. My dog and I went away for the weekend. We went to my aunt Colleen's farmhouse with my grandmother. It was nice to spend Easter weekend with family, even though it's, it's another stay-at-home order. I mean, call me out, arrest me, do whatever, I don't care. All three of us live alone. All three of us, all three of us live alone. All three of us have been in isolation. All three of us wanted to see each other, and that's what we damn well did. <laughs> and it was lovely. We had such nice weather. Um, you know, my aunt lives on a farm, so naturally with the springtime comes a bunch of yard work. So we had to collect a bunch of sticks and brush, and then we got to burn it in a big bonfire, and it just smelled lovely, and the birds were chirping. You know, I even got a little sun on the top of my nose. It was, it was amazing. I got to even see my niece Avery, whom I haven't seen in just about a year, and she's two years old. She's growing up so fast, and she's just the funniest thing. My family has been, I mean, I'm, a lot of us can say this, but I'm, my family especially <laughs> has been blessed with the cutest, funniest children. 
And and all of my nieces, not that they listen to this, but if they are listening by chance, they're all the funniest and like genuinely coolest people. Like they're all just so cool. Yeah, so I got to spend some time, got to spend some time with the cute baby. She went on an Easter egg hunt. I got to dye some eggs and uh, yeah, it was great. And then, you know, Lion got to run around. I got to hear the, the canopy of birds that would come out at 7 p.m. and just, ugh, ugh, it was, my heart feels full coming off of last weekend. Easter weekend was so necessary. And, um, and yeah, it's always great to just spend time with family and just get a little, get a little loose, spend time outside, do some yard work, connect with nature and, uh, and those that raised you. It was so comforting and I slept so well after like breathing in all that country air. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a little bitter about the chemical peel thing. Like I've expressed, I paid a bunch of money at the beginning of December 2020. We're now, I mean, I'm just going to round up here and say that we're midway through April 2021. And I've got gotten one service done because of all of these ups and downs, lockdown, shutdown, throwdowns. I can't deal with it anymore. Like I, I'm about to like have a, a throwdown with Mr. Ford. I don't know who, who I got to throw, throw it down for what I got to do to get these lockdowns to end, but I'll do it. I'll take one for the team and I'll fucking do it because I, I want to get my skin peeling. I want to get these, you know, these roots touched up by a professional. I want to, I want to do all the fucking shit that we all want to do. Like, what the f- I had a, um, I know last week we were talking about microdosing, but I had a macrodose, if you will, the other night. I took, I ate a chocolate bar and, um, and I tripped hard. I tripped hard, but it was so, so much fun. I, uh, shrooms are- so powerful <laughs> and it's funny I was I was hanging out with my boyfriend and and he was saying like you know <laughs> he was simply explaining life to me and and the whole timeline of things and and calling calling out you know a Louis CK joke what's the joke called I think it's called like before Christ or Christ one it's called Christ one or Cr the Christians one and it's just sort of explaining um you know, how, you know, before, before Jesus, there was no, like, we've, we've been holding time since Jesus, you know, and that's sort of why the, you know, quote unquote Christians have won, you know, because like back in like the quote negative years, you know, there was no, like they, they, they didn't know what year it was. I'm totally butchering this, but I, I was just laughing hysterically because life was figured out. Time was figured out. The Romans knew everything. Rome, Rome, Rome. It all comes back to Rome. I, if this is offensive, I'm sorry. But I'm just simply... I've, everything was just so funny and light. And, and I'm, I still am holding on to that energy. And, um, and, and it, feel, it feels so good. We also watched some Jackie Mason, who's a great, great comic, uh, classic comic. And and it was just so, I, this is the word of the day, it's cathartic. It was so cathartic watching them, uh, you know, and Jackie's hand movements and the shoulders and talking about this, talking about that, talking really fast, doing everything. And, 
and it was just a, a really, really fun trip. And, uh, I, I just, uh, yeah, it's, you're, I'm doing what I can here in lockdown to just like find exciting things to look forward to and, and hold on to my sanity and stay inspired and keep creating and, and, and being vulnerable and getting things out and, and all of these things that are so important to me and my being and, and uh, yeah, and then last night I had a bath because I just fucking love having baths and, and the ritual of setting a bath up and getting a plate of snacks together, lighting the candles, putting the Epsom salts in, putting the bubbles in, it's, it's, it goes hand in hand with, with my wellness and, and I'm feeling good this week because of all of these things. The weather's finally getting nicer. It's safe to say that, like, the winter tires are coming off. Things are just going back to this, like, happy, easy, breezy, beautiful way of life in the summertime. Especially in a big city like Toronto. People just come back to life. You know, people want to be outside more and smile at you more. It's just, it's a fun, lively place to be. Regardless of a pandemic, when the weather's a little bit nicer. So, you know, getting out for runs, I'm, I'm seeing more people out and groups of friends at the park. And I mean, it just aggravates me to, you know, beyond belief to see everybody like wearing masks when you should just be breathing fresh air. But I'm not here to like preach my beliefs down everybody's throat. And I'm not here to, uh, you know, to really get going on that. It's just you know, it's nice to see, you know, even just hearing sirens going in Toronto is nice. It's It was so eerie for a while. I mean, even still now, sometimes when you're outside and you, it's just so silent. And I'm downtown Toronto and it's silent. It's it's so foreign, you know, from what, what things were pre-pandemic. There's a lot of pent-up, like, creativity that I have that I need to get out. So I know I need to like sped up, set up an art space. And like Nav and I, or like I was saying to Nav a couple weeks ago, for me, it's like getting set up. It's the <clears throat> getting getting everything out in front of me and then it's the act of doing is something that I'm totally fond of. But, you know, if I simply had a space and had everything laid out for me, similar to have, how people have a studio or a desk, that's how I just feel like you know, I'm going to be more inclined to get stuff happening. So along with the spring cleaning and like getting all organized, I have to set up an art space, a permanent art space. I have like a storage space and like a space to put everything away, but I don't have a space to like, but I don't have a space that like I can just keep work that's in progress out in the open and keep coming back to it and, and poking away at it like like you would in an art studio but that's not something where that's just not where I'm at, at my, in my life I'm not at a place where I can have an art studio or have a whole separate room for that sort of stuff so I have to have a perma set up in my little apartment that also doubles as a podcasting studio content creation studio place where I sleep eat shit all those fucking things so yeah next time you see me I'm gonna have all of this shit set up I'm gonna have my roots touched up it's going to be up 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 from here <laughs> I'm vocalizing it to hold myself accountable but it's just what's gonna happen okay it's what's gonna happen because I'm gonna make it happen Part of me also wants to get into this but I'm also a little apprehensive because I'm calling myself out right now but 
I want to talk about smoking marijuana. I love it. I love marijuana. I love cannabis. I love smoking dope, the ganj, the cron, everything, all of it. Give it to me and I'll be happy. <laughs> Shout out to Houseplant, Seth Rogen's brand and everybody that works there. I just got my hands on uh, the sativa strain that they produce. So I've, uh, I can, I can say that that's some good stuff. I highly recommend it. it smells great. Tastes great. It's, it's great. Yeah. There's some downfalls to marijuana. Like I've mentioned before, you know, with memory, with, you know, different things, but you know, oftentimes people go to it truly to disassociate from reality. You know, in addition to being addicted from a very young age and, and having my parents pass away, I, I've sort of fallen into having marijuana there as, as a coping mechanism. You know, it's it's a, it's a great coping mechanism. It's really, really comforting that I've had that to fall back on at the end of like a hard work day and just like, you know, go to sleep and this and that. But looking back, it's like, holy shit, so much fucking time has passed and and I've enjoyed those years, you know, they've been trying and it's been great, but, like, time has really passed, you know, like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and, you know, time's gonna keep going on, and, and I'm probably gonna keep smoking, but, you know, part of me just wants to not disassociate from that time so much, maybe, you know, maybe I do want to, like, experience it more, and I want to have more of a clear mind. Maybe I do want to call myself out and be like, yeah, Jennifer, you kind of are addicted and you kind of should like go on a tolerance break. Because <laughs> when was the last time you did that, you know? So these are just things that are on my mind. Like I said, you might start getting a taste of what Amy used to get. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you didn't have to wait too long for that, but. Yeah, I even saw on TikTok there's like some solution that like people want to take. Like I think the solution's called tolerance break. You know, for just people that have been smoking for so long, and you, you take it the days that you you know you take the break. I think it's like a fourteen day supply, and you're, you know, whether it's a drop or a pill, I have no clue. But I know for sure I'll have a really hard time with it. Like I just I I mean I I haven't done it before. It's. I, but I can imagine it being a real challenge for me. So we'll see. We will see. There's also so much noise outside of my apartment because everybody's living their life and that makes me really happy. Walking their dogs, people are like out on their balcony doing their thing. Enjoying time with friends or roommates, drinking drinks, smoking joints. I love to see it. People being social, enjoying the fresh air. So necessary. It's, uh, relationships can be trying, you know, during the pandemic. It's really, if you've met somebody during the pandemic, if you've, you know, gone back with an ex, if you've been in a long-term relationship, if you're trying to break up with someone, I mean, there's relationships are in such a crazy place and not even just romantic ones. And, and I know I always hit on this stuff at some point, but you know, if you find yourself in a place, you know, where you're just like, I don't know what to do. I feel stuck. 
you know, you're ultimately going to make the right decision for you. You know, but, like, I'm noticing myself, I have to put in, I have to put in a lot of work, I have to put in effort, and I'm so down for that. So ask yourself if you're even down for that, if you have that energy for it anymore. You know, I, I still have, you know, a good amount of energy, and, like, I want to put myself, you know, in a healthy relationship and be a healthy partner, and, and that involves effort, right? So if you're putting your you know, putting too much, you know, it, it, it's hard, like, depending on your age, you know, I'm 25 now, but if I was 16, I would have been putting more work into my relationship than I probably was my own, my own stuff, you know, it's, it's hard to say career, but even, like, a part-time job, or, like, having solid relationship with girlfriends, or, you know, parents, or grandparents, or just, like, you know, um, you know, doing, doing my own stuff, right, but, but now that I'm 25, and, and in a, you know, an on and off relationship that's currently on, (laughs) you know, I can't take credit for, like, all of that, but, like, half of that, like, on and offness has certainly stemmed from, from me, you know, my, my partner can take credit for the other half, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, right now we're in a good spot, we're, you know, vibing with one another, recognizing, you know, our own independence and and prioritizing that, you know, when we come together, making sure that we're having really good quality time and, uh, and just communicating and, and trying to relieve the pressure, you know, there's just so much pressure on, you know, that we put on other people and on ourselves. And at the end of the day, if you have someone that loves you and appreciates you and wants to grow with you and loves you for you and sees you for your bullshit, calls you out on it, but still, still at the end of the day, fucking loves you and, um, and wants to grow with you. I mean, I'm, that's so fucking awesome. That's so fucking awesome. And, and, and appreciates you. You, you need to have someone that appreciates you and, and does nice things for you. And, you know, wants to take care of you and, you know, give you little surprises, even if it's, you know, a pack of reusable straws, you know, (laughs) that's the surprise that I've just spoiled if my boyfriend's listening, you get some, you get a pack of reusable straws, you get some straws, everyone gets some straws, use code TITTOK for 10% off reusable straws, I wish, I wish, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the day that I can be like, use code TITTOK for whatever <laughs> just because it's fun to say I love it tiktok 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 I, I always get lying really hyped up for these episodes I'm like time to record a tiktok lying get ready and then of course he conveniently grabs his bone and then he likes to chew it right beside the microphone so if ever you hear a background noise it's uh, more than likely my really adorable dog which is fine we can't be mad at him I'm also low-key really jealous of my neighbors that are most definitely spying on me or like occasionally peeking over their balcony through my window looking directly down at me as I'm recording this which we all know if you've listened back from episode one is my absolute favorite thing when I have peeping toms watching in on me recording (laughs) but I'm low-key jealous because they have a balcony I have rooftop access, which is amazing. It's gorgeous. I love it. Love the rooftop, especially when I'm tripping on shrooms. I spent half of my trip the other night up on the rooftop in the gorgeous weather, looking at the stars and the city lights and, um, 
and just, you know, figuring out life. But I gotta move, guys, because my dog loves sunbathing. He needs more natural light. I need more natural light. Like, seasonal depression is a real thing. I'm sure we've all felt the the come up, you know, as, as the winter, you know, for us Canadians, as the big melt and the sun coming up and the groundhog and the whole, you know, that whole shift. We just get happier. We really do. And I, I need to have my own, you know, private little balcony in my own little space. You know, I've even got a little bistro set that's in storage at my aunt's house just asking for a balcony to sit on. And I'm just asking to sit on my little bistro set. So fingers crossed these like job applications stick and I can, uh, you know, have proof of employment so that I can move out of my current gorgeous apartment into another gorgeous apartment that has the addition of a balcony because the one right now, Although it's cozy and amazing and, and I love calling it home, it's uh, it's just not cutting it anymore, especially in these hot months, especially if I'm going to be cooped up in Toronto. But one thing I will say, and one thing that I've joked about, but I kind of think it will eventually come to fruition if, if things keep progressing the way that they are, I, I'm saying it now, but I'm not going to spend another Canadian winter in lockdown. I'm getting the fuck out. I'm gonna go to Miami. I'm gonna go to Florida. I'm gonna... I don't even know. You'll find me with the rest of the quote-unquote crazies because I... I ain't about this, like, masked-up, locked-down, frigid-ass, fucking no-sun-ass life that I just... that I just went through, and I'm not doing it again. You know, if, uh... If I gotta get, you know, you'll find me in a treehouse in Costa Rica. Who knows? I don't know where I'm gonna be, but I'll say it now, and you can quote me when I've actually gotten out, but I am not living through another Canadian winter in lockdown. And uh, I'm sorry to always make it about the pandemic, but that's, I don't know what else to say, guys. I don't know what else to say. I really hope that, you know, something miraculous happens you know, I plan tomorrow, if it's nice weather, to take my bike around the block in order to see if it needs a tune-up or not. Fingers crossed it doesn't, and I can just hit the trail and get to my trail riding again. Because, um, yeah, I'm a little, a little Miss Biker Runner extraordinaire, and, uh... <sighs> And I'm so grateful for that shit because it's so important for my mental health. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my messy mind this week, guys. I uh, I can't believe we made it to episode 10. I've been consistent. I stuck to it. I'm really enjoying this shit and I really appreciate you guys for listening. If you haven't already subscribed on whatever podcast platform you're listening on or if you're listening on YouTube, please do so because it means a lot to me to see yeah, engagement and interaction. Leave a comment, a rating, and uh, and stay tuned for next week's episode when I get some more stuff off of my chest. All right, guys. Peace and love. All the best to you. Mwah.